Hi. So really, should we just talk about it on the show, or do you want to tell me before we start? No, it's fine. Um, <laughs> it's the Christian and Frank show. I guess we're starting. Well, you, you gave s- me a hard time yesterday, and you were like... I was only... You are like, did you, you ever do... No, I, what I should have said... You know, there's a lot of times I say the wrong thing. Where's our bell? <gasps> Where's our bell? We have a bell. It's under the driver's seat in my car, which explains why I hear it every time I make a turn. <laughs> Look how many emails I have that go to my one phone. That's a lot. Yeah. You know, the funny thing is I actually um, I have every one of those in my contacts for you. This one? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's surprising. We used to use it as the login for... Um, oh, we did. <laughs> um, for the old pod, the old, old podcast. But do you see that which ones I use the most? Like, I don't use that one at all. Oh, it tells you the numbers. Yeah, of how many unread that I have. Look at what I read the most. That's good. Yeah. So get know. off my back, Frank. Well, I, when I said, do you read the Christian and Frank emails, I, I mean, I knew you read the, the ones that come into the main box. Yes. But Google divides them into... Oh. Social, promotions, right. subscriptions. Blah, blah, blah. So social I like because we get all... Every time you make a comment on YouTube, mm-hmm. uh, we get an email. We do. But the promotions one, I signed us up for the podcast business journal and mm-hmm. I thought I thought no one looked at it because I hardly have time to look at it. Yeah. Do you know what we would love for you to look at? Is us. KrishaandFrank.com. It's Please. where you can find our merch, links to see more Smokies, links to the podcast, links to all of where we are located on podcasting apps. And we would also really love it if you subscribe to our YouTube I don't know if we got to 500 on my birthday or not. So, You know what uh, would be good if you have time after we, uh, we're we done uh, with today's show is we should probably record a commercial for our merch and we could do a slideshow of people who bought stuff, okay. you know? Yeah. I don't know. It might be fun. Uh, sure. Okay. When have I ever said no to anything? That's a good point. Ever. I uh, didn't say no to anything. I need to get Cousin Bill to send me a picture of himself wearing his, oh, uh, his T-shirt. And then we'll, well, maybe we'll, we'll get a picture of you in your sweatpants, too, and that'll be yeah, we'll put that, it all together. Yeah, that can be part of it. Um, yeah. Yeah, we had, um, it, we've been busy. I and to shine and, up my underpants. <laughs> Pressure wash it. <laughs> I don't even know what shine up my underpants pressure wash it means but it just sounds good mm, yeah it sounds good yep well you've been wiping well <laughs> how's your wiping going it's going great thank you for my thousands of pieces of toilet paper well uh you bought it i did i mean but i you, just I you messaged me you I, said i'm at saying i'm at the club is what you said i'm yes. at the club do you need anything and i was like and you you actually just said i said they have they the, have toilet paper on sale because the last time uh, i'd been there they didn't have any they only had the expensive the charmin right and they had the cheapo Sam's brand members mark. But can we talk about how the Sam's brand members mark it's the is, best. is exactly like Charmin? It's and the best toilet paper I've ever had. It's the best toilet paper. Hold on. So, <laughs> sorry. <coughs> you all right over there? I'm fine. Can I get you some toilet paper? Oh, you had a petition already. <laughs> you beat me to it. <laughs> Spring has springed. Uh, but I'm, I'm saying it's fine toilet paper. And when they had some... And it was on sale. Well, that's the regular price, actually. I mean, 45 really? cents a roll, it's, it's, it's not expensive. All right. But um, the, you or whatever it is, you, you get 45 rolls. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah, you get a 45 lot of rolls. Yeah, yeah, you get five nine packs. Yes. And it'll, it should last you a while. Uh, yeah. But you, I said, do you want it? It's, you know, by the time it's $20 by the time you pay tax. Yeah. $20.18. And you said, yes. So mm-hmm. I got it. And I said, I will just keep it in the car until I see you next. Which was the next day. As it turned out. 
And mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. as you're going to find out coming up in the second half of today's show, we got a chance to visit with my friend Catherine Frady mm-hmm. of Marble City Opera. And because of COVID and social distancing, you want to do the interview. We don't want to just try to squeeze her here in between right, the two of us into our bubble. So we said, and we have to respect her as an artist. She's got to... Right, she she's knows, around she's got, opera singers. So. And they have rules about mm-hmm. their bubbles and things and their distancing. I said, we can. that's fine. Why don't we meet on the stage where you're going to do the show? It's outdoors. Mm-hmm. It's huge. Yeah. And it's right next to the Sun Sphere. It's yeah, the Tennessee so Amphitheater. We were at the amphitheater. In fact, we've got a picture that we posed uh, afterward. Yeah. Like to, can you make the noise, though? It's okay. easier. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Um, Oh, darn. So we had we got there, but the, as we convened, yes. you and I parked near each other, and then we waved Catherine in. We'll tell you about the parking in a second. Catherine is looking at us with a little bit of a strangeness um, as we are saying, excuse us. Not only do we need to set up the tripod it, and the camera. I was and the, unloading toilet paper. The microphone, that when she walks in, you, yeah. you've got an armful of toilet paper. You, and, and I'm moving uh, it from your car to my car. Catherine, I'd like you to meet my friend Krisha. Like, you're like, hi. <laughs> Frank buys my toilet paper, and of course, she doesn't know me. She doesn't know when I'm but serious she, and when I'm not. But she knows me. But I was like, Frank buys my toilet paper, and I just put it <laughs> in my car, and I say absolutely nothing else. Nothing else, except Frank buys my toilet paper. <laughs> so, Frank buys my toilet paper. Well, I mean, that's the first time I've done it, and probably... You won't have to again. It's, it's like, going to be a while. I order like a six-month supply of contacts at a time, or a year's supply. Yeah. So, I mean... I will say, I don't understand what it is about my children, but they use more toilet paper than they need. Than I have ever experienced anyone using toilet paper in my life. And I don't understand every time they're at my house, which is every other weekend and sometimes in between. I go through a roll of toilet paper in one day while they're Whoa. there, which a roll of toilet paper for me is like a week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe less than a week. Uh, well, right, because I mean, you you go other places. Depends too. on my fiber diet. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm bad with paper towels. I use more paper towels than I should. Oh, you use a lot of paper towels. I should not use so many paper towels. I like them. Yeah. I enjoy them. Uh-huh. There's something about the freshness of them that I <laughs> I prefer to a dish towel. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So it's a problem. I have. Problems. I stopped using Clorox wipes in my house. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I, I use like a, a spray, like a simple whatever okay. spray. But uh, I was actually watching a, a, a person talking about the fact that we're using Clorox wipes over and over is actually harming us more than helping us. Well, there's, an, there's a theory that the, the people who over Purell mm-hmm. and over hand sanitize, well, the same thing, but you know, yeah. like you say, wipe down everything, who try to live in a germ-free household mm-hmm. are only setting themselves up for a, a worse sickness when the germs get to you because i the what this study was actually saying and it was which makes total sense scientifically to me i don't mean covid i mean just general all sorts of general germs that yes but, you know. these clorox wipes and all these things that we're cleaning and we're sanitizing our house with are 99.8 or 98.8 percent effective on killing everything else antibacterial but the bacteria that it does leave means that it is 
super strong and that by continuously killing off all of the other bacteria you're taking away the competition you're taking away the competition so you're yeah you you're cleaning off all this stuff except what you're leaving is the worst thing you could possibly leave instead of leaving anyway yeah yeah i mean it's not like i'm putting raw chicken on my counter no i understand that you don't want to do the obvious but yeah there's another school of parenting where it's I'm not saying you let the kids eat dirt, that, but because that would be. Eat dirt. But that's because that's an exaggeration of it. But you don't stress over it. Yeah. When they run outside and they play outside, you let them get a little dirty. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's not the yeah. end of the world that they're exposed to things. I Babs mean, are nice. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I don't know what it is about my kids, but the toilet paper will go faster because when they're there, I don't, I don't, I don't know what they're doing. I don't well, know. Um, and if you need more. They're teenagers. And I'll, I, I'll go get you. I mean, I can I can buy another year's supply tomorrow. Yeah, I've probably got a good six months supply, even with my kids overusing. Oh, the all TV. right. Well, yeah. that's good. But that was how the impression that we made on uh, Catherine. <laughs> yeah. And and that kind of counteracted, I think, the the good impression the we were making. The bougie parking we got. Yeah, it's like TVP. We used to call it in the old mm-hmm. days TV parking. Because <laughs> um, I think I may have mentioned that I picked up a part time job. You did doing radio, right? Mm-hmm. But um, you don't. Nowadays, that's why the, Bruce stopped watching. Yeah, sorry, because of COVID, you don't do the job from work. You do it from home. You mm-hmm. say WFH. Yes, right. Woof. You're listening to WFH. You woof. Uh, mm. And you do the job from home, but they do still have an office. They do still have a studio, and it so happens to be in the Sun Sphere. Yes. So I'm driving down there. I was the first one to arrive that day, and I'm on. Uh, we're communicating with you, talking about where to park. I'm like, so I, I'm I'm here, and you're on. Um, 30 seconds to a minute behind me. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm going to say, I said, I'm going to look for a space near the Tennessee Amphitheater. And if not, I'll park in the art museum lot mm-hmm. and just walk for the hike, which probably would have been better. It was a but, gorgeous day. Yeah. But as I'm driving up, um, I go ahead and I bounce the sidewalk like you do, because like mm-hmm. there's a couple of parking spaces under the bridge. And as I pull up to one of them, I read the signs I'm like, oh, this is reserved, reserved, reserved. And this one says, Reserved Sunsphere fifth floor client. I'm like, like, hey, I am one of those. I work for the <laughs> Sunsphere's fifth floor client. So I park there and I take a picture of the sign mm-hmm. and I text it to the owner of the station. Hey, boss, may I please use the parking space? Mm-hmm. He's like, absolutely. Yeah, we used all the parking spaces <laughs> under that bridge. That yeah, day. so I didn't, uh, that was me. And then, uh, well, no one else came. No. You know, and ha- with three cars there, good luck getting them out. <laughs> yeah. And they have another parking space on the other side of the... Um, Underpants. Lagoon. What's that watery <laughs> water attraction? I don't know. I swam in it once. It's, uh, that's a good story, too. We'll get, but <laughs> on the other, they have another space. And the whoever was working that day was parked over on the other side. Yeah. I had the, the secondary space. So they were but happy to let me use it. It was bougie. Oh, it was I'll nice. I'll say that. Very cool. Yeah. And so we had the three of us parked there. And Catherine and Freddie is looking at the signs that say no waiting... It's a multiple language sign, too. No mm-hmm. waiting, no swimming. I think that was it. And you're like, well, you both waited and swam. I did. I both waited and swam in the lagoon. And we're trying to explain to Catherine that, well, she's like... It was sanctioned. Didn't you get in trouble? Well, she's, and how could it be sanctioned? The sign clearly says yeah. no swimming, no waiting. It was sanctioned. It well, was, when um, you're in the water with the depart- the police department and the fire department yeah. and WBIR-TV, yeah. you're going to get away with it. Yeah, we have video of it somewhere. Oh, I know. I, it's on one of my drives somewhere. 
Yeah. It may be still on WBIR. I think it might still be on their website. Yeah. But it was 4th of July. It was 4th of July. And it was the and, boat races. Um, I had gotten lucked out. I had lucked <laughs> out somehow. And in the course of time, um, showed up at one of these things and mm-hmm. done some... Actually, you know what it was? I used to MC the tug of war between the police and the fire department. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was not on TV. It was just... You'd MC the tug of war. And uh, it's fun. I do it on the mic and booming the voice through the park and yes. blah, blah, blah. Well, when they decided that one either, I can't remember which, but one of them would always win. And the other side was like, can we do something else, please? Mm-hmm. So please. they decided to switch it to paddleboat racing in this water attraction. And they said, well, Frank's going to be the announcer for it on the PA, but TV we decided they're going to cover it. You know, mm-hmm. Beth Haynes is going to cover it. Yes. And maybe Russell's going to jump in. I think Russell was there, yeah. But as it worked out, they wanted Russell to be in it. It's so like, Beth, why don't you have to talk to Frank on TV? Mm-hmm. And then that one fluke turned into a four-year gig, whereas every right. every year I'd go back and do it as the play-by-play announcer. And I would just have the, I would say the most ridiculous things. I would just that have the most so fun with fun. it. And they loved it. And you Because knew. I could be more outrageous than Beth, who's you know, got a reputation right. she, of being serious right. newscaster. But you, so with the radio station I was working for at the time, we were asked to participate. Yeah. And you knew that I was going to jump out of the boat. I think I might have been it. the only one who knew. You were the only you, one. Because you told me specifically. Yes. You were the only one who knew that we were going to start the race and I was going to, at some point, jump out of the boat and push it. Which is not uncommon because <clears throat> Russell and, and Todd, Russell Bibbin and Todd Howell would often cheat the same yeah. way. I think I may have told you that. And so be I, prepared for the TV people to cheat. I actually ended up jumping out of the boat and trying to push it and it didn't work. So I went to the front of it and I held on with one arm and I swam. I have this image of you doing the backstroke and spitting yes, in the because air. We you, did won. That. you did that, right? Yes, because we won. <laughs> and that was my celebration as I did a swan dive back into the lagoon. And I came up on my back and I was spitting <laughs> the water. And that was the moment that I was like, oh, I am going to get a waterborne illness. Yeah. I am going yeah. to, because it, it's very... It's a good thing you don't stagnant. use Clorox wipes because it's, you were yeah. apparently immune to whatever I, they had in that. I don't know. That maybe what's wrong with me. That may have led to the decisions I made for years afterward. <laughs> Who knows? I had some kind of brain worm. <laughs> From the World's Fair Park Lagoon. Yeah, yeah. It's gone now, but I may have had a brain worm. So, oh, so I may have been involved in causing it? Oh, yeah. no, I hope not. No, oh, I'm no. so sorry. No, you are not. You are not the responsible party. (laughs) You know where else there's a lovely water attraction? At the Middleburg Barn. You knew. I do at Fox Chase Farm. Yes, that's absolutely right. Yeah, themiddlebergbarn.com. Because right there out in front, they've got this pond where uh, Fred and Ginger the Swans Mm -hmm. like to, uh, you know, bathe and swim and and hiss hiss and do all (laughs) the things that swans do. Except on the day of your wedding or event where I'm positive they will just well they're this the stable boys train them how do you train a swan i i i'm sure they have their methods but the stable boys train them that on like the wedding days or oh, the corporate event or they're the just private supposed to party, swim around in a heart-shaped that, pattern that they they just mm, i love you <laughs> and then they go back to hissing and cleaning yeah yeah so that's um, mm-hmm. uh, no um, money back if that doesn't happen. It would totally happen. But it might happen. It should happen. <laughs> but there's no... Anyway, uh, go to the Middleburg Barn. You get the whole farm, really, for the day when you mm-hmm. rent it. 12 hours. You get from noon to midnight. Uh, no double booking. There's no stress, no worry. Uh, you can also opt to get the guest cottage on the mm-hmm. facility if it's a destination wedding for you. Or you've got out-of-towners coming in. They're outside the D.C. area. We're talking about 40 miles west of D.C., 
Middleburg, Virginia. Mm-hmm. You can get there pretty easily from Dulles Airport if you're flying in. We um, won the 2020 Couples Choice Award from Wedding Wire. Oh yeah, it's just so beautiful and opulent, and and there's so much that it has to offer that it makes me want to go. I need an event. <laughs> yeah, well, I, we should, yeah, yeah, we should do that. Yeah, I, I guess I could have a birthday party there if I wanted. Ooh, I don't know. That'd be a good time. Mm, maybe. I th- no, I think I committed us to uh, something in Maryville I, that weekend. Could I come horse riding up at your birthday party? Oh. That would be fun. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and we can get uh, Cousin Bill, he could be there to go, what's the woman's name? That's the woman on the horse. Brum, brum, brum. <laughs> <laughs> that woman's on the horse. <laughs> we could have quite the festive party. <laughs> that woman. <laughs> there she comes now, galloping toward us. What are the odds? Why is she holding a swan? <laughs> <laughs> so if that's what you want, if that's your dream event, yeah. with all of that lunacy, uh, Maureen will make it happen. <laughs> uh, most people just have a nice party, yeah. a dinner, a catered event, you know, but uh, it's a, an ideal venue for it. And you're, you're close enough, yet far enough, that you can do whatever you want with the Blue Ridge Mountains as your backdrop. Yeah. And just have a lovely old time. Hey, I'm really proud of you. I'll make you the phone number 540-687-5255. You remembered to wear the same shirt. What do you mean? I mean, we're not going to we... magically transport downtown right now? We're not. Oh. But you're wearing the same shirt that you wore during the Catherine Frady interview. I am not. When Catherine said, what day are you going to run the interview? I said, I don't know, whatever day I wear this shirt again. There you go. So that was the plan. That's today. Yeah. Okay. Um, and Catherine, and I also thought it was cool that we're doing this on Freddy Face Friday. Oh, yeah. Freddy, Freddy Face Friday. What is that? Well, it's a hashtag that Catherine made up um, where she puts her face on Instagram. Oh, okay. Uh, so I'll click on it. Here you go. 17 posts. Hashtag yeah. Freddy Face Friday. This is what when she was blonde when I met her. Wow. Okay. And you know how I am with blonde sopranos. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I know how you are with the one. <laughs> or brunette sopranos or any kind of soprano. It really doesn't matter. I like sopranos. Yeah. Well, I do appreciate me not having to rein you in the day that we did talk with her because you warned me that I might. Oh, is this a picture from the day we talked to her? I think so. No, this might be from before. That's from last year. Okay. But still, um, yeah, she's got, uh, she's a lovely woman and she runs Marble City Opera. Mm-hmm. And they put on site-specific operas and they do it here in Knoxville and they do a lot of world premieres. And we're going to talk to her about that in the course of the conversation. But the reason we're mentioning it all is that Royal Flush, mm-hmm. uh, the opera that Catherine is promoting, is next week. So it's um, 11th, 12th, 13th, which is uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah. Um, and there's two casts, and they each get to perform twice. Yeah, so it's really cool. It's Because of COVID, it made more sense to double cast the show. We're going to talk about that all in the right, interview. Well, all right. I'm excited about it. I'm on, the, <laughs> I'm on the board of Marvel City Opera, I have to mention, I have to full disclosure. So there you go. Let's uh, yeah. let's transport magically, Christian. Would you do some kind of genie thing? Oh, can I do um, a Wayne's World? Oh, yeah. I, well, I don't know. When they do the alternate ending? Well, I'm going to have to... I'm so excited because not only do we get to stand at the amphitheater, but we get to talk about opera that I'm excited about because I can understand what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say hi to my friend Catherine Frady, who is the executive director of Marble City Opera here in Knoxville, the site-specific opera company. Hi, Catherine. Hi, Frank. How are you? I'm doing fine. I think this, I've interviewed you so many times before. <laughs> I think this is our first interview since you made me join the board of directors. I did. I made you. I mean, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> Twisted I your arm. I you to do it. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, all right. So let's talk about Royal Flush, dates, times, place. We're actually standing on the stage where the show happens. That's right. It's going to be March 11th, 12th, and 13th. Um, the 11th and 12th are at 7.30 p.m., and the 13th we have a matinee at 2.30 and a performance at 7.30. Now, we are demonstrating firsthand. Now, normally, we had our masks on up until we started rolling the, the camera, but we are far enough apart. This is a huge stage, and you can use that in Royal Flush. That's right. So all of our staging is going to be actually socially distant. All of the singers will be spread out on the stage and will be very far away from the audience, so more than that 15 Hello. feet. <laughs> you know, they, they suggest 15 feet from singers to audience, you know, when they're not masked. And so It'll be 40 feet, right? Absolutely. We'll have plenty of room. <laughs> <laughs> and Royal Flush is interesting because it's all female, correct? It is, yeah. yeah. And we have two casts, so we actually have 10 women um, a part of this production. That is pretty exciting. I may have to come to multiple shows because I'm looking over the cast and I recognize some of the fantastic singers whom I've seen before performing with Marble City Opera. So we have four singers who are sisters playing poker with their mom. Each of them have a very unique tell because it's a comedy. So there's going to be lots of silly things happening on Christian stage. says I have lots of tells. <laughs> you have a ton of tells. <laughs> One of the singers, uh, you do, but we won't talk about those now. <laughs> Start seeing that hand tap. You're in trouble. You're in trouble. Frank's freaking out if his fingers tapping. Oh, goodness. So one of the singers, um, their tell is that they curse. Um, so that's very clear that that's what their tell is. The other one is overbearing, um, and then one is angry, and one giggles all the time. And then their mother knows all of their tells, so obviously she beats them at poker. I've actually loved following this process along because I follow your Instagram, and I've loved kind of following the process of how it's kind of coming about because it is tricky to try to do this right now, but what an awesome venue. Um, what gave you guys the idea to go, okay, it's going to be late March, mid-March, um, because it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous right now, and it's going to be gorgeous then, too. Well, you know, actually, we had another venue planned, but because of COVID, they decided that they weren't going to open up. Right. Um, so at that point, I was like, where is another great place? We had a great performance here for Pagliacci, and I was like, well, you know, mid-March. It's going to be beautiful, so let's do it. Let's, <laughs> let's take that Pagliacci tangent for a moment. Because in June of 2020, Marble City Opera made history in the arts world with Pagliacci. Explain. So we were the first organization to actually produce an opera um, during COVID. And we were originally supposed to have the production in May, but it was supposed to be here, um, site-specific, under a tent for all the clowns. Um, and we just postponed it until it was safe to do so. And we were the first organization opening up. So, yeah. That is so cool. Yeah. I, I like It's historical. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so this is happening in March. And what else is coming up for the rest of the season that you've got kind of in the works? So after Royal Flush, we have our final production of the season, which is Tosca, and it's going to be a moving production through St. John's Cathedral. So Act 1 in the Cathedral, Act 2 in the Great Hall, and Act 3 outside in their courtyard. Metropolitan Opera had Tosca on their freebie um, streaming recently, so my wife and I watched it and got rem reminded of all the fun, exciting stuff with the villain Scorpia <laughs> and beautiful Tosca taking her jump. I know. It's going to be really fun to, to kill Scarpia and then jump, you know. <laughs> I am, yes. Nice. Oh, I'm so excited. 
Um, go ahead and plug all the social medias because I already told you that I follow the Instagram. But plug those social medias where we can find everything and tickets. So you can find us on Facebook.com slash Marble City Opera, Instagram.com slash Marble City Opera, YouTube.com slash Marble City Opera, and tickets are on MarbleCityOpera.com slash tickets. Lovely. Catherine Frady, what a fun time. Thank you so much for uh, joining us here on location at the Tennessee Amphitheater. At the, I, I can see <laughs> the base of the sun sphere right there, and we'll, take, we'll get a couple of shots of that, too. I had to. It's a stage. You got to play. It's a stage. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks so much for joining us on the Christian and Frank Show. Thanks for having me. That was awesome. Wasn't it? That was so good. Yeah. Yeah. Fun times. That's where I got my really fun picture, Kissing the Sun's Fia. That's a good picture. We Thank you. Want to pop you. that one in? Sure. Bing. <laughs> I liked it. Thanks. Yeah. So you did um, on Instagram. <laughs> um, I did. I did actually like it on Instagram uh, and, and whatever else it was on. Twitter. So uh, thanks a lot for watching Christian and Frank for all this week. And we'll be back Monday with more fun-filled episodes. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow, of course, is our video-only episode. On Monday through Friday, you can hear us on all the different podcasting apps or watch us on YouTube. And then on Saturdays, we uh, serve up a Seymour Smokies video yeah. just for you. So we're probably at Skylift Park. That's the plan. That's yeah. the one I've been working on is the Skylift Park video, which is so fun. Yeah, it was yeah, and it was such a gorgeous day. To stand there on the on the suspension bridge with the clear plexiglass panels in the mm -hmm. middle. Ah, <laughs> so yeah, look uh, for that as well. Yeah, we've got so many more still to come. Uh, thanks to Seymour Smokies for uh, helping us with that. Mm -hmm. And thank you for all the birthday wishes. Thank Your birthday you. week is over. Yeah, it means a lot. And thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks. I yeah. love you. I love you too. For your birthday. <laughs> Just for my birthday. Well, you know, I'm stuck. I'm yeah, okay. time. What am I going to do? <laughs> I told you. Audible this show means the world Christian to me. Frank, Christianfrank.com, 865-236-0399, Christianfrank at gmail.com. All right. Are we done? Do you remember when we used to do this? Yeah. It's so, so unnecessary, really. I mean, I could just... We should just, we need a card. Freeze frame. <laughs> do, 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 do,